up guys and welcome to another episode of Postcode. I'm your host for today, Taiwo. And with me guys, I have Daddy Tiago. Welcome, man. Yeah, it's nice to be here. Oh, bye, it's alright, it's okay. You <laughs> <laughs> know, because they back at me yesterday, now why you just... You know, you have to, you have to form, you know. It's, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so much excited, you know. It's, it's so much in me, but I just have to keep so it So much. You, you You're feeling in your body. Since 2018, 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not deserving. You guys, you guys actually want it. And I guess we can, we can place ourselves on the excitement level. Chelsea won against Manchester City yesterday. You guys won against Athletic. Yeah. We can place ourselves on the same level. We, I won a cup. We are getting there. It doesn't mean you are going to win a cup. I mean, we, we progress to the final. Yes, but you can't you can't put them on the same level. A oh. cop is not, okay, not nah. the same level as no, a well, <laughs> Okay, guys, <laughs> let's start on this um this level that we just um entered into. Let's talk a little bit about you know the semi-final between Chelsea and Manchester City yesterday and also the Copa de Rey final that Baka won yesterday. Alright, let's talk about the semi-final match between Chelsea and Manchester City. What's the take on that? Well, um, I'll say wonderful game of football. Yeah. Um, we we all know that Tuchel likes to put um, possess, you know, a um, a very good follower of the Croft, um, you know, and even the Guardiola um, tactics. Yeah. Yes. So it was actually a wonderful game of football between two people that believe, you know, in the same thing, and I just feel I was. Surprised to just see that um, City were mostly defending, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to hit them on the counter. So it was it was kind of surprising, but also, you know, but I would also make the argument that, you know, there was probably burnout from Champions League match and they were like you know, fatigue mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. No, for them did not start. Mm. You know, a couple of them did not start, and he made some changes to the back line and even their keeper for a very important match such as that. Their keeper was not. Um, they used Stefan mm-hmm. instead of Ederson, and I felt it's a very important match. Hold up, we also use Kepa. Yes, but you can't compare. You can't compare the quality between Stefan and Kepa. If let's, being let, honest, let's, let's just go with that. Yeah, Stefan. Stefan played his first match for Man City in that league game. If you can remember that mm. league game against uh, who did they even play against? I've forgotten. Where you know he wasn't tested at all, and he was. You know, we're like, okay, that's 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 good. So, I I can't really vouch for Stephen's um um quality. Yeah, quality. So it was a really and you know, Fernandinho played. Yeah. You know, so it was like a really rotated side. Mm. Um, Ferran Torres. I forgot who played the left. So Sterling, Ferran Torres. Yeah, you and, get um, so. Gabriel Jesus and Gabriel Jesus with um, KDB acting as yeah. a ten. So it was well, it wasn't it wasn't to be expected that Gadiela was going to defend. So it was just surprising. And sorry, like I I I, I told you earlier that for me I felt when I saw Chelsea's lineup I was telling someone that okay Chelsea going with a three four three can mm-hmm. easily change to a four three three depending on the situation mm-hmm. of things. If the three for three doesn't really work properly, and I think that and came into play because Aspi was mostly at the back defending. Yeah. Yes. So you notice that um, you know in build up play and everything changed to four three three and stuff. So you notice Aspi Creator moving to you know the left mm-hmm. side and Chiro dropping a little bit back with Bruce James moving more to the central um, yeah. aspect. So 
It was a wonderful game of football. So it is what it is. I will give credit to teacher and his, <laughs> his guys. Well, okay. <laughs> no, no. He's he, beating he's beating like eight managers now. Me, top managers. Exactly. So yeah, so you have to give credit to him. I mean you confess something to me before you came into the studio to record. You said you like Chelsea. <laughs> you, you give, me the me or, <laughs> give me the rivalry that we have between us. Confess your love you to, to Chelsea fans out there. Um, Confess. Well, <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say that I like the versatility of the players mm-hmm. at Chelsea currently. You know, we have a lot of players that can play various positions. I believe that um, that uh, Mounts can play, you know, various positions, midfield. Yeah. Even play on the right, same with Avert, same mm-hmm. with Rhys James, mm-hmm. same with you know Aspicueta, Werner, you know, a lot of them. So it's actually a very good thing to have a lot of versatile players in the team. Yeah. That's what I just love about Chelsea, actually. So guys, Midu just confessed his feelings and his love towards Chelsea. I, I didn't confess my feelings. Namaste. Love. I really appreciate. It. I really appreciate your love. Let's let's not let's not be misled here. Yeah. I said I like the versatility of the players. Not that I love Chelsea. I hate Chelsea with passion. In actually. summary, he loves <laughs> us, guys. So, let, guys, let's move on to the next match um, between Barca and Athletic Bilbao. First, congratulations. Yeah, thank you, thank you. In we how many years it. now? We deserve it. No, now uh, we won. Won in 2018, 19. Well, when you know. your fellow uh, goat was <laughs> winning Champions League at age 33, your own is winning Copa del Rey. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, trophy, see trophy. Yeah, now you get. And but. some people's goats might not even go to Champions League next season, Sha. Uh, let's wait till the end of the season. <laughs> never say never. Yeah, now where will they watch now? So how did the old tactics? How did the old formation? How did they sum up to mm-hmm. the um, win yesterday? Yeah, you know, if you look at the El Clasico um, that we played earlier, it was basically the same formation. The mm. only change was, you know, bringing in Piqué and um, using Griezmann instead of Dembele. Mm-hmm. Now, you notice, if you watch the first half, you'd realize that it was kind of passive. Mm. And that's like the uh, diff- the um, downside to um, using a 3-5-2 okay. um, distance, especially when you're not using a main striker. Mm. You know, so, because you notice that Dembele, Dembele isn't a striker. That's what happened in El, El Clasico. He's in a striker and you know, he tends to lose focus. And what, what he does best is his pace. Mm. How was he able to utilize his pace? And Griezmann doesn't have that pace. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was kind of dull because there was no sen- um, focal point, mm. you know, in the first half and stuff. And the difference between that match and the El Clasico was just, you know, Pique was there. Yeah. You know, compared to Araujo, Araujo cannot really bring out the ball. From he's a great defender, but mm. he's not a ball playing defender. defender. If we're actually being honest, and that's why you notice that um, if you use a three-man defense, you need someone that can bring the ball out. Look at people that actually even in Tuchel's game. That's why you notice that for some time Tuchel had to stop playing Rudiger, mm-hmm. so, um, stop playing Zuma. Zuma, yeah. You get having Christensen, bringing Christensen back to the team because you need. Someone that can, especially in the middle, someone that can play a rebel, um, liberal role. Mm. And that's why when Frankie De Jong was there, he brought the ball out so that, you know, he can actually draw people to him, yeah. freeing the midfield, the mm. midfielders. So it was kind of passive, like I said, you know, there was no focal point. You guys dominated the game. Yeah, throughout. dominated, but there was no, there was no shot at, lest the um, De Jong hitting the bar. Okay. But second half, you know, it got better. They moved the ball faster and more direct, mm-hmm. you know, and it seemed like Athletic Bilbao were, well, they lost um, their tempo a little bit and Baka just 
took the chance. Took the chance. You know, it was also a little bit. You know, they came in. You know, Adesi Baba has been known to you know be very physical. Mm-hmm. You know, and that happened in the first half, very physical. But mm-hmm. second half, I think they are. Anything happens in football. This happens for once your attention dwindles just for a little bit. You know, the other team has to take advantage of that, oh, move the ball yeah. faster, and you get. So I think the major difference on my shalaye is that <laughs> is that Baka actually moved the ball with intent in the second mm-hmm. half compared to the first half where we lost passing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really surprised that the, the goals came rather too late for you guys. The first goal was scored in the 60th minute by Griezmann. And then the young two came. Then Messi, Aspar, Una Goat. <laughs> yeah, I actually blessed the day we actually bought the young. Like, if, if we have to give Bartomeu credit for something, is <laughs> actually buying the junk with the number of um, you know teams that were actually bidding for the junk. Like, Bartomeu, wherever you are, God bless you for that. Are you expecting you not to? <laughs> are you expecting the young not to have sense when he's playing with Messi? I mean, oh man, wrong now. No, no, no that, that guy is a bundle of talents. He's good. He's you good. Like, credit to him. He's, yeah, he's and I feel good. they really need to utilize him more directly. Mm. If Coman can be more direct, make backup be more direct, you know, with the junk being also a focal point, and he also needs to, you know look outside of Messi. That means you notice that Dejong most times. Mm-hmm. He likes to work with Messi. Yeah. Yeah. So you notice that even when he moves forward, he needs to try and do things on his own also. That's what will differentiate him from, you know, other because he can dribble. Yeah. You know, yesterday he pushed the ball forward, only him. But when he got to the front, he had to chill and wait for that to come. I feel he also needs to get to that point that he should try and, you know, work things out. He's a midfielder, he's not a striker, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, it's just give him that bit of dynamism and yeah. unpredictability. I saw his link up play with Messi that resulted to Messi's first goal. Made in La Mesia. So guys, let's go on a quick short break. When we come back, we'll start discussing about the Champions League semi-final features that we have. Alright guys, welcome back. Um, Midun, I think it's time for us to discuss about the Champions League semi-final features that we have between Real Madrid, Chelsea, PSG, Manchester City. I mean, Chelsea are going to Santiago Bernabeu. <laughs> I think this is the first time we are going to Santiago Bernabeu to can play against Real Madrid. Is and they've never won time? against Chelsea before in time? European competitions. Is it the first time? Maybe or maybe not, but I know they've not won against Chelsea in all European competition that we've... Well, this is what I'll say. Mm. Wait, wait. Before you say whatever you want to say, <laughs> before you say whatever you want to say, what do you think is going to be like the major or the slight difference that Tuchel can bring into this squad that we have? Because, you know, they've all, they've all been playing well. And Mr. Matt has been playing well. Kovacic has been playing well. Jojo has been playing well. Kante has been playing well, coming back from injury. Which defender or which midfielder rather do you think deserves that starting um, position against Real Madrid that can, you know, I will not say call because you cannot really hold Tony Cruz and Modric and Casemiro because Casemiro is like the county of our team. You get so. What do you think is going to be like the major difference that Tuchel will bring into this squad that might give us like a pound? Because you know, Chelsea were the underdogs, right? 
for the underdogs in this match. They are going are, you to guys sure? are you guys sure you are the underdogs? We are actually. We are. Uh, but yeah. you guys have been shouting so like how Chelsea fans. Fiele, that one now, dude. Iroko, this one now, Iroko, busy. Do you understand? We are talking about real football right now. Like, I'm sure Tuchel has it at the back of his mind that what tactics am I going to use to you know to play against Real Madrid because they are actually playing well at this moment. They are actually playing well. So are they playing well? They are actually in Champions League. I'm not talking about La Liga. Yeah, same thing. We're talking about in same Champions League. League. Are, they, are they playing well? They are actually. I, I think Liverpool tried against them second leg. I mean, to come out with a 0 0. Although Liverpool lost a lot of chances against them. But then, you know, Santiago Bernabo is not a place that we can take with, still with levity. So, what is what are your opinions on this first leg? Okay, first, um, the um, absence of fans actually changes a lot of things. Yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah, especially for a club like Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, We've known Madrid to um, be willing to defend when necessary. Yes. And that's what separates them from, like, Barcelona, for instance. You know, they okay. are willing... Or Bayern. No, 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 not necessarily PSG or Bayern. But they are willing to actually sit back. To defend. To defend and counter. They have the instruments for counter. You have, you have Vinicius, a.k.a. Um, Brazilian Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have, they have every... every um, even essential, you know, in terms of counter attack, is a pretty good option. Mm-hmm. So they have various options, and this is this is where the problem comes in. Not necessarily a problem, but there are no fans. Normally, we all know that Madrid fans do not like them to defend. Yeah. And when they defend, they start to boo them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why you notice that Messi has more um, goals at Bernabeu than at Camp Nou. Mm-hmm. Because at Camp Nou they are they are um, compelled uh, sorry at Bernabeu they are compelled to actually come out mm-hmm. and play attacking football. But the difference between some top teams um, is that um, you know, or the difference between winners and losers is that you have to be willing to do what it takes sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily you play wonderful football mm-hmm. to actually win. And you've yeah. seen that in Jose Mourinho, you know, at Inter, you know, and, and the likes that game. you get. Mm-hmm. So for Madrid. I expect Madrid to actually sit deep and play um, probably a 4 4 2 again. The same thing with um, um, Valverde. He most likely is Valverde dropping back, creating a line of five. The same way they did against Baka. Because the issue with 3 with, uh, three, 4 3 or 3 5 2, try 3 5 2. I don't know what um, Tuchel is going to use in that match, in mm-hmm. their match. But the difference is, um, you know, you have. Um, you have to go through the width most mm-hmm. times so you get and but someone has to be there to actually pin them down mm-hmm. and the thing is once you create a line of five at the back a three-man defense um, formation might not necessarily work for teams that use a mid-low block as they don't sit too deep or they don't come out fully also mm-hmm. so that's that's what i mean by a low um, mid block mm-hmm. yeah so the thing is chelsea might actually struggle to create chances like we did against Atletico Madrid. Yes, you might struggle to create chances. And the major difference is that we all know Zidane to, to be a big um, big game um, coach. Mm. One of the best big game coaches out there. And that's what I was saying. I've been saying this, that if Madrid enters quarter final... Problem, problem. have come. If they not enter final by mistake... Oh, I don't want to know the person <laughs> they will meet today. They will be the person here. You know, and that was why... Um, I think was it last 
the season that Madrid won the um, final last, the um, Champions League final last, um, way back I got dumped in wherever they got dumped. I don't want to even know. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to even know. You know, he pained the backup squad because they felt like they were the only ones that could actually undo Madrid in the final because of the whole passion stuff. So the thing is, personally, I do not. I do not beat Chelsea to actually beat Madrid. But, but you can squeeze something out of it. Yes, you can. But all these teams, I don't even want you guys to enter final. I prefer Madrid to actually enter final. Oh my god. <laughs> than Chelsea After to confessing actually... his love to Rose, guys. <laughs> like I said, I don't like you guys. <laughs> and you guys are too loud. People like uh, FJ will never allow me to hear what they get. <laughs> shout out to FJ. <laughs> they'll, be like, they'll be like, yeah, shout out to FJ. Um, Jensek, SCU, yeah, Unibado. You, they were like, they don't allow me to hear what they be like. How many finals have you reached in? How many? And I'm like, it's not like you can actually even want it to. Just wait. <laughs> Let's get there first. But what I feel um, to Chuck can actually do mm-hmm. is to change to actually use a 4 3 3 formation. You know, it might not really be solid at the back, but it gives him more chances to actually create yeah. um, something worthwhile. Because, like I said, Madrid are willing to actually defend. Mm-hmm. And with the whole fan stuff, more. I don't see how it's going to happen. So, sorry, I'll, I'll just keep this short. Jorginho is, I don't think he's, he's necessary in that match. They need someone that can actually collect the ball in terms of counter because you are very sure that Madrid are going to use it. There's no way Madrid wants to do it. They would always use that counter and they mm-hmm. need someone to actually help out the defense. So, why I even said Kovacic is Kovacic can also drop back. Mm-hmm. You know, Kovacic can provide the link between the midfield and the um the forward line and yeah. the back line mm-hmm. you get and mounts also can you know be like an advanced um, yeah, like a, you get yeah. like eight or something so i feel that's three man um this thing midfield for. Mm-hmm. and when he needs to control the game he can bring in um Jorginho into the match okay but for yes. that match left to me i do not feel john Gio is needed i think it would be best if chelsea can get um, a draw out of um, santiago Bernabeu. I think it will be best if we can get that because Madrid, when you look at their away record, Charlie coming to England, it hasn't really been that good. If they're playing against a very good team, if they're playing against a very good team. Yeah, well, um, what I'll just say is whoever scores first has the upper hand. Yeah, has most chances of winning. Yeah. Yes, because Madrid has been this season. Madrid has not really won games that they did not score first. Mm. Yeah majority of the games that you must score first, they really do not actually win them. So, I feel like um, whoever scores first is really essential to the result, whoever comes out, like to who mm-hmm. uh, come out as the winner of the game. So let's move on to the next big game that we have between PSG Manchester City. Me do. Before <laughs> came into the studio, I was asking you like a series of questions. How do you think Pep is going to, you know, drop the formation that would hold Neymar, that would hold Mbappé? Because this too gave Bayern Munich real problems. And when you look at the match that Chelsea played against Manchester City yesterday, that defense was not was not that great against Wena. Like I'm not talking about Neymar now, skillful player and Mbappé. Like ne- Wena, do you understand? They were able to like keep him quiet and everything. And now they are playing against Mbappe, Neymar, and the likes. Like, what do you think Pep is going to do in this match? Because they are going to, you know, 
um, PSG's home first. Kill a way. Pack the prince. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, that that will not be that not that will not be how they pronounce it. But, <laughs> but I mean, Midu try at this. Midu can pronounce it. I can't. You get so they're going to PSG's home first to play the first leg. And I'm actually curious. I want to see what Man City is going to play. I I was actually placing my bet on Man City to win this game. But then when I watched the match yesterday, I'm not going to use the match to judge what they can play actually because that would be stupid of me to do that. But I'm just saying that the, the, their defense. I don't think that defense is capable of holding Neymar and Mbappe. So, what are your thoughts on this game? Okay, um, okay, I'll start by saying, by reminding you of what I told you when I came to the studio last, talking okay. about how PSG set up against Barcelona, mm-hmm. and telling you that um, I would not be surprised if PSG actually go on to win the Champions League. Yeah. That was before the whole um, quarterfinal, semifinal draw. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was telling you that they showed, <clears throat> sorry, they showed like maturity, you know, and they were willing to do what it took to actually see through the match, the second leg match against Barcelona. Mm. Left to me, I was even thinking that more this woman had just bought to the chance again. And I was hopeful, but I was mm. not. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, 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 just pause there. Are you, were you expecting like a replay or what? No, no, no. Obviously, like I said, then also, I said that we did not have game changers, many game changers like like, like then you mm-hmm. get. But at the same time, I was hoping that you know we would put it, we would put up a fight, which mm. we did, but more of a fight than what we did. So after that match, I told you that yes, they were very loose at the end, but they were all willing to do what it took. You could see Mbappe defending, you could see Neymar defending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Neymar did not defend against Barcelona because he did not play, yeah, but. Even against Bayern Munich, you could see them defending because they actually want to win this thing. And that's just the difference between PSG of then and PSG of now. So Defensively, they are not that good. They are not that good. But they are willing to do what it takes. You see Lassana Diara coming into the team and bringing that wealth of experience, mm-hmm. you know, into a team that... Lost Thiago Silva, like that experience that they needed. You, you get, and you could see players like Marquinhos and Kim Pepe actually... Um, Giving their best. Yes, and proving their words because, you know, the master of defense has left. Mm-hmm. So they had to actually come up and, you know... Step in. Yeah, yeah. You, you get. So, but for this Man City um, PSG game, personally, I feel Pep might want to go with a three-man defense because that's the only way to actually contain the likes PSG. of... Yeah, the likes of Neymar and Mbappe. Mm. You know, seeing that Neymar is even going to most likely play as a 10 again. You know, given the freedom, that was what he played against Bayern Munich. Munich. Yeah. And yeah. left to me, Bayern Munich would have beaten them if Lewandowski was actually available. They would have, you get 100%. It. So it's not like as if PSG are a fantastic team, team, so to say. Yes. They are just willing to do what it takes. And that's what the you get the difference in their mentality. So personally, I, I, I would have felt that um, Pep would go with um, John Stones, Laporte, and um, Ruben Diaz in that three man defense. Because Omar, those guys are actually well I don't I can't say for their um um relationship off the pitch or even on the pitch, the three of them together. Mm. But I feel that would be the best choice to go for. Seeing okay. that, you know. But I'm not really sure about Laporte because you know he's been he has lost uh, match reading for some time now. Yeah. He's not really playing as much as he used to before mm-hmm. due to injuries and stuff. But 
I feel if he goes with three-man defense, he would be able to actually limit PSG's little, um, little attack force. You mm. know, the likes of Di Maria, um, Neymar, and Mbappe. Yeah. You know, so that means the wing backs would be able to actually move forward and actually create something. You get, mm-hmm. but I still feel like Pep has not still addressed the issue of left back. Or wing back, whoever is going to play at that left side. I don't think he has. He has, he has no. He has not because, you know, if he plays um, Zinjeko, that one is prone to mistakes. Yeah, he is actually, and he's lanky. So yeah, Mendy is something else. <laughs> <laughs> Mendy is something else actually. <laughs> I don't know. Is Nathan is Nathan Ake back? I'm not sure if he's back. He is. He was on. He was on the bench against Chelsea, but he, didn't, he wasn't played. Just. Yeah, he's, he's lost match him a lot this year and yeah. even when he's played he's not been fully convincing mm. you know so he has to probably go for Cancelo which will mean that he will play Walker which we all know that sometimes Walker can be mm, he can walk out of the team he gets mm-hmm. and I really do not know if I would fancy a Walker against Mbappe mm. yeah <laughs> you get. Know, because players are not they are not going to play with a recognized striker they haven't been playing with a recognized striker yeah for well, so Moeskin coming as a substitute, but mostly Zimbabwe playing that um, forward position, and then Di Maria will play midfield with Danilo Pereira and Neymar. Mm. You know Neymar can also play as a false nine, yeah. and um, they still have a caddy. Yeah. In fact, yeah. that's the funny thing. PSG actually have a lot of attacking options. They have Sarabia, you know, which I do personally. I don't know why they really do not play Sarabia because mm. it's pretty good. That's Pablo Sarabia. Yeah. They have Sarabia. They have Icardi. Even Moiske can can play yeah, as it, you can. get. So it's up to Pochettino to. And you know we've always enjoyed a Pochettino um, Pep like um, matchup because it's always very interesting, full of drama. Mm-hmm. And you know the last one we witnessed <laughs> was the goal. Everyone was jubilating. <laughs> Then the next thing we just saw the AR, <laughs> you know. So it's be a wonderful game of football with, between yeah. um, Qatar and Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> the oil merchants of football. Do you understand? <laughs> well, they're going to benefit from it. Either PSG wins or Manchester City. One person is benefiting from it. Yeah, but, so but um, I would really like to see a matchup between um, Foden. How Foden would actually perform in that match between Foden and um, you know. People like um, PSG's midfield actually, yeah. the Verratis, the um, Draxler, not necessarily even Draxler, the um, Idrissa guy and um, Pereira, Pereira, Danilo Pereira, or even um, you know, Di Maria. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if Di Maria will play, but you, yeah, I don't know if you get the point. I yeah, would yeah. really love to see how Pep will use him. And left to me, I would even feel like Pep should actually play an actual nine for that match. But we all know Pep to. To Come be like, up with surprises and just you get, Aguero and all we all have our FPL, FPL uh, <laughs> disappointment <laughs> with Pep. So Pep is very, very um, versatile. Yes, you can't really predict, predict what he's going, what he's going to, to do. do yeah. And for sure, he's really enjoyed his matches with Pochettino, even though well, they've not really gone well. But mm. he would also attest to the fact that they were really, really interesting match, and I would really love to see what. But this is not the Pochettino of Tottenham. This is the Pochettino of PSG. Yes, but they've also had, you know, it's a cup competition, mm. so they've also had their locks, you know, because in cup competitions, you you also have to rely on luck. Mm-hmm. It's not about consistency, it's about who actually turns up on that day. And it's also about if decisions go your way. 
because mm. it's a cup competition it's not a league you know mm-hmm. that's why you see leagues being harder to actually win than cup competition okay. you yeah, get true. you get to i'll just say that Pochettino has shown well i feel like the players actually respect him and are willing to learn from him mm. you know so like i said wonderful game of football and yeah. i don't know with the absence of marquinhos also P- uh, PSG might struggle to yes. but it's not like both teams are in top condition actually Sterling has been playing rubbish if we have been honest ourselves they bring him is a doubt for Man City also yeah. so it's not like both teams do not have weaknesses it's just about who actually utilizes those weaknesses and is able to do something with it mm-hmm. so guys stay tuned to um, the first leg of the Champions League semi-final Chelsea will be playing first um, on 27th of April and Manchester City PSG will be playing on Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Yeah. So before we conclude the the podcast, what are your predictions? Real Madrid, Chelsea, PSG, Man City. What are your predictions? I want two, three. Let's, let's just give people... Okay, uh, I'll predict Madrid to win actually, 2 new. Or... Or a one-one draw. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, for Man City PSG. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, we might not really see much goals first leg. Actually, that's. It will be like they'll be watching each other. Yes, they'll, make be, the they'll be really first. careful. Yeah. Because they'll be really careful of each other, Sha. So I would say a draw or um, a one goal, one goal lead. That's a team to win by one goal. And if you've noticed, Man City has been really, really careful in the Champions League. If you've been, like this season, mm. so you see them winning by just one goal, and they'll just just sit back. You get trying yeah. to keep it safe because mm-hmm. they are also they also want to win. You know, it's a game against two teams that have not won the Champions League, yeah. and, I'll and they are thirsty for it. You get to yeah. I'll just say one goal lead. Okay, well, to me, my prediction: Chelsea. Where Madrid Chelsea would be. I'm actually praying and hoping that Chelsea comes out with a draw um, in that match because that's the only thing that I can just put my hope on. And then for PSG Man City, I'm I'm actually seeing um, a two-two, um, a draw too, but it's going to be like a two-two kind of thing, a two goals from each mm. team. So. But you know PSG has been really bad at home. Their form has been really yes, bad yes. At home. So, like I said, I'll just probably give Man City to win a draw. Man City to win by one. But goals will show. Goals supposed to show. No, goals go show. Like there, there will be goals, but then I'm not really sure. Pierre will be able to hold on to that um, lead yeah, against but, but Manchester let's, City. Let's, let's see, because both teams will be really, really um, kept guy. Just the second leg will be a more interesting match. Mm-hmm. In terms of goals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can only hope for. Uh, the best team to win come out on yeah, top. And the best team of Angels. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can just replay, just go back to the first part of the podcast and hear me do confess you love to Chelsea. I know I know you love Chelsea. You love it too, man. There's nothing like that. <laughs> Alright, Daddy Tiago, I'm to appreciate you for coming up on the, this podcast. Yes, always a nice time. Guys, you guys should follow him on Twitter. Daddy Tiago, D A W D Y, is there underscore? Underscore Tiago, T H I A G O. Except you don't know Tiago that plays in Liverpool. <laughs> That's the only way you don't know Daddy Tiago. <laughs> oh, Tiago, Messi. Ah. 
That's why a lot of people when they reach, no, but maybe I will think about naming my child Christianity to work down here. All right, thank you.